All over, all over, all over, all over. 
don't know, fuck. Hello? I don't know, fuck. I don't know, fuck. Yes, my darlings, we are being heard all over the world. Listen, I have a very special guest on today, Mr. Twiz White Peace. His born name is Alexander Sanders, also known as TWP. He's a multi-award-winning indie hip-hop entertainer, creator of the brand TWP Nation, CEO of TWP Force 247. Listen, it's parent house of FCR 247 radio station. And let me tell you this, also he has a publishing company. He's a writer, producer, actor, and he does interviews. Yes, he does. In 2008, TWP started a journey towards becoming an independent, unsigned, entertainment talent, winning multi-awards, and garnishing thousands of fans. Wow, creating years of memories. He also is a master lyricist, and I'm going to tell you something. He is a master lyricist. His music is off the chain, baby, and it is beating the drum. Yeah, it is. It's beating the drum 10,000 beats a minute. I'm telling you, we got some hot stuff for you on today. You're going to get the sample. You're going to get to hear what he's got going down on today. Good afternoon, Mr. Peace. How are you? Fierce, that's got to be the hottest intro I've ever heard. I mean, literally, that, that's got to be, wow, you went above and beyond. Like, I want to go I want to go listen to my own show now, just like, dang, I got to step my game up. <laughs> Man, you are so dope. You are so dope. I'm good. How are you today? I'm fine. I am fine. Listen, I am really, really impressed with your skills, with your music. And I'm telling you, it is beautiful. I love your music. It's awesome going to get a chance to listen to it off a little bit later on. It's so beautiful. Listen, let me tell you, your uh, your background is so impressive. There is a lot to talk about. And listen, from the very start, I know you've got a lot that has happened. And, you know, I hope that it's okay to talk about some of the things that you have uh, that happened in your background. Listen, a lot of people of go through a lot of different things. So, I want you to share with us, so you guys know a little bit of his story. His father committed murder when he was just three years old. So mm-hmm. listen, I want you to just dive in and share with us, you know, whatever God puts on your heart to share. Go right ahead. But at the tender age of three, you've experienced some things at the tender age of three. What was yeah, your upcoming was, uh, from that point? Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Well, you know, I mean, as as a child, you don't really realize. You just think that's what it is because you, you don't know anything else, so you expect that to be the normal. You don't realize until later on in life and you look back and you're saying, well, my goodness, this is not what it is. This is not what it's supposed to be, this situation, that situation, so on and so forth. So, yeah, it started real, real early. Um, you know, in all fairness, though, I think um, – I think a lot of a lot of people from that time era, and you know, we're we're 80s and early 90s babies over here. So I mean, you you have to understand that the world was a different place at that time. So it became it became second nature when you talk to your friends, when you talk to other people. You say, oh well, you know, there was gunshots last night. All of that's normal. Don't worry about it. Even my kids, when they were growing up, and we were living down in Indianapolis, you know, they were accustomed to those kind of situations. So starting real early, we had the murder, and that was in itself, you know, 
between him, God, and and the people that he's his, that he changed, the lives that he changed. Um, but I will say this much: that he has come to you know uh, terms with it. He did his time. He he's changed, become a different person, so on and so forth. Um, but you know, there's always lasting consequences, and and you know, um, that was probably one of the biggest factors into why I became such a dedicated father. Um, I think, you know, trying to supplement all the lack of fatherness for being a father. Um, so I ended up having six kids, and I think, you know, that just was compensation, you know, trying to make up for the lack of it, the feelings, the emotions, things like that. Um, but diving in after that, we go ahead and we shoot on up to moving in with a um, a mother who was um, – the polite way to say it is, is – uh, not the greatest parent. They did things and put their child through things that uh, my child shouldn't ever experience. Um, And because of that, they ended up, you know, um, getting into trouble themselves. So now I have, I have one parent that's in prison. I then, you know, come around 11, 12 years old, I start to have another parent in prison. Um, So, you know, Growing up, I grew up in boys' homes. Um, I had a really great grandma and grandfather, but they only could take care of me for a couple of years, you know, the ages of uh, about 11 to 13, somewhere around there. Um, but once that once that teenager phase kicked in, I kind of became real rebellious, started ripping and running all around, and eventually found myself getting locked up into boys' homes. You know, it was Muncie Boys' Home. There's uh, – so many different. I, yeah, there's so many different ones. I'd have to go back and look at the files now. But you you find yourself becoming drawn into a life that enables your addictions, enables your drama, enables the the life that you've been accustomed to to be the life that you live. And so I found myself getting involved in gangs. I found myself getting involved into heavy drug addiction. So now we're moving up into, like, my 18-year-old. I try to go to the military, things like that, drop out of that. We, we, by, by this time, I'm, I'm a fully grown individual who's still living like a child, and now I'm having a baby at 19. So that's the first of my oldest children. So 19 years old, I go from this little three-year-old who – was, you know, changed um, by the actions of another to being the one who's changing others by his actions. And so, you know, at that time, you start to change your minds, you know, the way you think, the way you look at things. Um, So I really got to – I got to give all praise to God for for giving me a baby at 19 because it really helped get my life away from certain aspects and even though I couldn't let go of some vices such as the drugs the gangs um, it allowed me to get rid of other things such as you know wandering around the United States with no goal now I had a reason right Um, once that started into play now we've got you know mother of the kids, we've got children, we're starting to live this life, but I'm still heavy into drugs, I'm still heavy into gangs, so no matter where we go, what we do, I'm constantly putting the family into situations, constantly causing situations. I end up getting thrown into jail, ended up going to a DOC facility, all of these things that stemmed from what I thought would be considered a normal life. It ended up being quite the opposite. Again, now in older eras, you're able to look back and you say, well, this, 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 and this. But back then, I really thought that was all normal. I'm not even going to lie to you. I know we talk about how, you know, you say, wow, you've got an impressive background. You say, oh, my gosh, you've been through this. To me, that was all normal. 
getting shot at, that was normal. Drive-bys, that was normal. Uh, premature babies, that was normal. Um, living out of vans in Walmart parking lots, these are normal atmospheres. These were normal things to me and my children, to me, to my wife, things like that. It wasn't only until later on in life that I realized now, oh, my gosh, well, that's wow. not how this person, yeah, not how you live, not how the next person lived, right? So, well, I you guess, know something? <laughs> I, got, I have to tell you this. Let's chop this up for a second. You have just opened up my eyes to something really huge. When you said when you said that was your normal, I never looked at it that way. You know, now listen, I come from the west side, and I'm not ashamed uh-huh. where I came from. Came from the west uh-huh. side of Chicago, grew up there, which was, you know, the ghetto, a rough neighborhood. But guess what? Uh-huh. My normal, and I wasn't afraid of that because that's where I grew up. That's like, your normal, right? Yeah, you're just accustomed to that. And I'm like, why? I'm sitting here going, listen. I'm 60 years old, and I'm glad mm-hmm. to be 60. 60 years yeah. old, and I'm looking back saying, man, that was my normal, to grow up with people shooting at folks on, mm-hmm. on the third floor above us, you know, mm-hmm. seeing dead bodies mm-hmm. in the gangway. That was my yeah, normal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, oh that was God. normal. Yeah. And had no fear of it. So, so when, when people hear these things, wow. yeah, when people hear these things, they say, oh, my gosh, that's such a background. It's only a background to them. Because they've never been through it. See, you understand. You relate. You say, wow, you know, I, I, I feel that part of it. I feel this part of it because I've been through that. I've seen that. I know that. But like you just said, it, you just had your eyes open because it's you. You didn't realize that's living your normal. So now you're looking at it. You're looking back. You're saying, wow, you know, that really was the normal. If you yeah. tell somebody in today's yeah. world the things that you went through as a child, they would look at you and say, my God, some of the things you've been through. Wow, you know what, we're chopping this up Because I'm thinking about People would think it was crazy When people look at me, they would never say Well, this lady has dealt with an ex-pimp before But that was normal mm-hmm. You hear what I'm yeah. saying? You hear what I'm talking yeah. about? And I, I thought it was cool I thought it was the bomb that this guy was an ex-pimp You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, exactly. you, I'm hey, rolling with one You got that. you a player you know yeah, yeah, he got money, he got the car wow, What you wow. broke busters got Exactly, right? Yeah. Wow Right. But let me tell you but, something. It was it was surprising there when he got rough with me. That wasn't cool. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. When yeah, he but see, me but to see that was also. Uh huh. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. When he took me to a place I had never been to, and this guy that he took me to wasn't no ex pimp. This guy was a pimp and was still working mm-hmm. the streets, still working his girls, and he wanted me to be one of his girls. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hold up. You know, and he come out with the plate with the drugs. And I'm sitting there like, okay, that wasn't normal to me for somebody to come out with a plate, a plate of cocaine, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. But the dude I was going with, that was his normal. And he that was his normal, exactly. That was his normal, but that wasn't my normal. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in something that's too deep for me. And the guy right. said, I'm, I'm going with. He said, no, my girl ain't working no streets. You can get up off of that. You ain't going to train mm-hmm. her to do nothing. She ain't working no streets. She ain't going to be your hoe. She ain't going to be your whatever. She ain't doing it. And he was like, okay. So he bagged up. He bagged up. I was like, well, thank God for that because I'm like, I ain't trying to spread my legs and get paid by nobody. You know what I mean? Hey, so I understand hey. what you're talking about. I understand. Mm, mm, so mm, it, wasn't until you, it wasn't until later on, though, that you realized. You, okay, so I heard this statement the other day, and it really hit home to me. You either are a character in somebody's movie or you're living your movie. The difference is between those who, you know, 
succeed in life and those who don't succeed in life is to have the appreciation and respect to realize when they're living in somebody else's video. So, again, whether you call it somebody else's video or whether you call it the norm, if you can understand that you were living in his norm, you realize that you were out of your depth. You realize that you were out of your league. You get what I mean by that? So, you know, again, these are all things that come with age, wisdom, and experience, but, you know. To me, yeah. uh, trying to trying to help my kids understand now that the things, the actions that they see in their parents do, that they watch, that they grew up knowing as their norm. See, their mother was a dancer for 10 years. I sold drugs and guns. So all they knew their entire life growing up until they were almost teen, like almost, in fact, my daughter's 20, and it wasn't until she was 17, 16, 14, somewhere around there, that her life actually stopped being that kind of life. And she'll still talk about it to today as if it was normal. And I have to remind her, you know, that's the past. We're not really like that no more, so on and so forth. But when you, when you, raise people or when you live in an environment or an atmosphere that is, you know, constantly negative, you end up being constantly negative. If you live in an atmosphere that is wild and chaotic, you end up being wild and chaotic. So in my early childhood, I found myself growing up to being a mixture of all, really. I did what I want when I wanted. Yeah, I suffered consequences, but I treated those consequences as if they didn't mean anything to me. It wasn't until later on when I realized I was being a child that I started, you know, thinking differently about things. And that's where I started the businesses. That's where I changed and started becoming the hip-hop entertainer because, you know, I have a gift of words and I have a gift of being able to express those words in ways that people understand and relate and appreciate. And so... I took that as meaning, you know, hey, I could have a second chance at life. I could change things. I could rewrite my story, my video, so to speak. And that mm-hmm. was the midst of all that. But, you know, when you are rewriting your video, you're not realizing how it's affecting the other people who were characters in your video. So now you their know, norm is getting disrupted because you're trying to change. You and know, that. <laughs> I'm I'm loving this because it's really eye-opening, and the way that you put it is so eloquent because I realized that the guy I was going with, I was in his video. It wasn't my video. I right. realize now that I was just a character in his video. Right. You right. know what I mean? And so I'm like, wow, that's, that's really deep and that's really heavy. Of course, at the time, I didn't realize it, you know, that I was just a character in his video. I was living... The way he, you know what I mean? It was, it was like I was adjusting my lifestyle to what he was accustomed to, but right. I wasn't accustomed to that. Wow. Right. That's heavy. See, that's where you become. That's where you. That's you know. I, I try to teach my daughter this. My daughter, she had a relationship, and in her relationship, her, her, her lover, whatever, was not treating her right. Again, she only knew what she saw from two 19 and 21 year old parents growing up. So, of course, she's seen us fighting. She's seen us bickering. She's seen us butting mm-hmm. heads. She's seen us going to jail and getting into, you know, all this stuff. So to her, living in that toxic relationship was normal. And I'm over here, and I'm trying to explain to her, like, no, this is not normal. Well, you and mom, well, okay, I understand, but this is, you know, we're trying to help you. So it's not until I realized I'm a, I'm a character in her movie now. I'm no longer, I'm no longer, I'm an accessory to her movie now. 
So in her movie, she's walking her journey, and I'm no longer the guide. I'm the person who's standing on the sidewalk watching her drive by now. So as she's driving by, instead of shouting at her and raising my fist, I'm just going to start waving and telling her, hi, it's good to see you again. You get what I mean by that? Yeah, because we, yes, I do. We change others through our actions rather than just preaching at them. And I realized that when I was showing her negativity and when I was showing her frustration and, and bad behavior, that she was absorbing that. And so now we're changing it, we're molding it, we're teaching others. But a lot of that has come, you know, I got to give it up to people like you. I don't know if you know who Jimmy Starr is. People like yeah, that yeah. who you you guys took me in, you embraced me in a manner that I wasn't ready for but grew into. And by, you, you know, you and Jimmy and, and these other people allowing me to grow into that, it helped build, you know, a character in me that I hope to be able to pass on now to others, something that I didn't possess before because I was too busy focused on being my own star of the movie. You know, you know I was just, just going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt, I was just going to say. No, please go ahead. Like, it's almost like I can see you sitting in a circle talking with others and sharing with them, those that's coming in that want to change, it's almost like a coffee shop moment or whatever you want to call it. I hate to say group therapy, but it's almost like group therapy. I could see you helping to mold and shape others, letting them know that that type of lifestyle is not normal. And they're coming oh, in I to want to change. You. Oh, my oh gosh, my I God. would so love to. But you know what the problem is with that is that that is one voice in the midst of a billion telling you otherwise. And in today's world with social medias and all of this, see, when there, I got, and I got to, you know, this is going to date my age here and make me sound really old. But when I was doing this before social media was a factor, mm-hmm. I, we, we were some of the best around. And in, in some, some of the things that we were doing, some of the situations, some of the shows, some of the things were above and beyond and amazing and spectacular, okay? But then social media comes along, and social media makes you think one thing when reality is another thing. And so mm-hmm. all of these things that we got to experience when there was no social media, people do today now and make it seem like it's – a normal daily activity. So for me, when I was performing in front of 500, 600 people, that was to me was, like, oh, my gosh, this is one of the biggest shows I've ever done and so on and so forth. And now you have people that, you know, turn on their Instagram live and perform for hundreds of thousands. Okay, that's great. And I, I'm, I'm thrilled that, you know, that's a reality now. But it also changes the mindset. It also changes the approach. It also changes the values and the integrity of the person who's bringing you the product. So now here I am. I'm saying, yes, don't, you know, we don't need to carry guns. Why do we have to have violence? Why does it have to be white on black violence, black on black violence, white on white violence? Why does it have to be like that? If we would just put down the guns and pick up a pen. Pick up a microphone. Pick up, pick up a book. Pick up, pick up a freaking baseball bat and baseball and play with some kids. Or you know, there are so many other options. But the world says no. We want you to promote half-naked women. We want you to promote gangster men shooting people. We want you to promote uh, uh, terrorism. We want you to promote negativity. We want you to go out there 
and do the most insane, absurd, and outlandish stuff in order to get yourself a $1,000 YouTube check every month. That's what we want you to do. And I'm over here saying, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep my clothes on. I'm going to practice that we need to love each other. I'm going to tell you that even though it doesn't make me sound cool, that following the mainstream is exactly the wrong thing to do. Be unique. Be yourself. Accentuate your flaws. Embrace the things about you that are different than everybody else because that, that is what makes humanity human rather than just a machine that produces automatic people off the line that fall into a category or a social norm or a mindset. We would eliminate so many of our problems in life if we would just take the moment to look at the next person and realize they're going through the same exact crap, they're dealing with just as much difficulty, and if I just lend them a second of my time or give them a moment of help, it could change their life forever. And that mm-hmm. is something that you'll never hear in mainstream rap. You'll never hear that in hip-hop. They would rather promote guns, drugs, sex, and violence, which don't get me wrong. I come from that. I've lived that. I've, shoot, my, my, my son was born from a drive-by, and we were out there shooting back and forth at the people trying to shoot us. They, trust me when I say we come from that life. But do I want to constantly live that life? Do I want to always and forever be stuck at that life? No. No. So those who are ready to listen, those who are ready to grow up, those who are ready to respect and love the mother of their children, those who are ready to be a father, those who are ready to wear a suit and tie, those who are ready to look at the person standing next to them and say, I will walk with you. Whatever your struggles, whatever your problems, whatever the case may be, we are going to meet this head on together. That's my kind of people, and that's what I make music for. And sure, I cuss, and yeah, I talk about smoking weed and all this stuff, but that is my human part of humanity. Mm. You know, and I got some really, really awesome music. We're short on time because, I mean, this is an often time. I know, I'm sorry. I talk a lot. I apologize. No, 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 no way. (laughs) You're giving valuable information that people need to hear. And I love this song that's coming. It's called Got Me Going Crazy. I love this song. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to do a back-to-back for you. I'm going to do the uh, Got Me Going Crazy and also Riding in My Chevy. I love both of these. Really smooth. Awesome beat, and the vibe is so dope. So listen, I'm going to play the music, then I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit more. Fantastic. All right. So this one is Got Me Going Crazy. Yeah. Messing with my head, baby. I swear I love you with all my heart, but you keep f***ing with my mind, just tearing me apart. Yeah. 
pull up some of that old funky ass shit. You dig what I'm saying, bro? Sometimes I just want to hop in the car and just cruise, bro. You know what I'm saying? The sun up in the distance, you know what I'm saying? Got my shades on, windows down, feeling that cool breeze going through my hair. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even a duchy in my hand. Let's go, baby. I'm riding in my Chevy, rip, rip, riding in my Chevy. I'm riding in my Chevy, rip, rip, riding in my Chevy. I'm riding in my Chevy, rip, rip, riding in my Chevy. I'm riding in my Chevy, rip, rip, riding in my Chevy. I'm riding in my Chevy, rip, rip, riding in my Chevy. Sneaking out, can't pay for it. Pinning corners, bottles popping. I'm riding in my Chevy, rip, rip, riding in my Chevy. Got no worries, got no problems. Couple drugs and about to start up.
Oh, wow, that is phenomenal, phenomenal music. Listen, if you guys are just tuning in, you are listening to independent artist and superstar twins, White Peace. I'm telling you, he got a piece of something to give you. You hear what I'm talking about? Y'all better learn what a steak is. Y'all better know how to eat and chew some steak. This is steak on steak, all right? (laughs) This is a piece of steak. Listen, I have pretty much out of time, but I want to give you an opportunity to give out your information where individuals can visit you online and hear more of your music and your website. Absolutely. So, uh, of course, you can find me at the website, officialtwismwhitepeace.com, T-W-I-C-M-W-H-Y-T-E-P-I-E-C-E.com. Uh, easiest way to find me, though, is to type in the word into Google, T-W-P Nation, so T-W-P-N-A-T-I-O-N. And, of course, by doing that, you'll find my brand, which links to me, which links to everything in the entire digital universe. But for those who don't necessarily want to do all that, go to your social media, whatever you're using, Instagram, Facebook, so on and so forth. Type in the word T-W-I-Z-M, and I promise you, you will find me. I'm the really good-looking one that's charming and handsome. The rest of them kind of look a little rough around the edges, so... Man, I love you. I love you. Oh, my gosh, I love you. I'm giving you a, a cyber hug, a virtual hug. Oh, yeah, all right. I, I love you. you. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel the love. I feel the love. I feel the love. You know what I'm saying? I love being here. This was fun today. I love this. This was, you know, yeah, man, better than normal, right? Oh, we family. We family now, man. Oh, my goodness. You can come back anytime. Listen. Whatever you hey. got, hey, just just knock on my virtual door and you in, baby. You in. I got you. Likewise. Just like likewise. That. Just like that. Likewise. All right, my good people, I'm out of time. This has been phenomenal. Man, I, I got a chance to sit down and listen to be taught on today. Listen, oh, my goodness. I got to go tell some folks, listen, your normal ain't normal, baby. Let, let me talk to you, you for a me? minute. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I love it. I love it. Good stuff. All right, sweetheart. It's been absolutely. Delicious for the peace. I love so it. So my word, my word. Shout out to Muchilla. Shout out to Muchilla from the Wild One Hundreds, man. He taught me this word back in the day called superbulous. In fact, when I was in DLC lockup, my man made me pay fifty push-ups and two soups just so that I could use this word in life. And it's called superbulous. It is the act, the art of being superb. You feel what hey. I mean? All right, all right, all right. Listen, y'all, this was great. It was so wonderful. And guess what? It was real. I love real stuff. This was real. Real talk, real talk, real talk. And guess what? Y'all get to do again on tomorrow. In the words of Don Cadiz, the man that made so train what it was in the winter city. It is peace, love, and so-